Yeah, hi. How's everyone doing? It is more like a meeting. Yeah, this is the this is the program uh, officially known as Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, today, wonderful. We're gonna discuss some NBA basketball. Jordan, uh, my good friend. Uh, how, how is your morning going today, man? I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see you once again. A ray of sunshine in my bleak world. Well, th- thank golly it's Friday. Am I right, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you, you trickster. Know, I know, and uh, you, you know, it's, it's darker at night, but it's a little lighter in the mornings. Uh, mm-hmm. It's helping me out over here, but uh, I'm doing well. How's the family, Matt? Oh, you know, they're all, uh, they're all, uh, they're all getting wound up for the Christmas season, but you can't oh, talk bet, about it yet. You no. can't talk about it yet. We no, gotta, it's we gotta pace ourselves. One here. more day, okay. one more day. We still got. We're, th- we're thinking about the troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those who sacrificed for us. Um, but uh, would so, you like to recite Flanders Fields right now? On sure, sure. Um, if you get it wrong, uh, you go to jail for the record. Weirdly, Matt, all that's coming to my head is the Minions song that I uh, <laughs> played wow. a couple summers ago from the movie. I feel so, like yeah, that's got to be got offensive. Nothing. That's got to be offensive. I got money. I got no. whatever it is. No, I don't like that. I don't know if the troops would appreciate that. If you played all that my for... minions, my children. Actually, troops were kind of treated like minions, and there are some. <laughs> wow, man. No, but I mean in the way you're that not going to were... us. We're not even going to be able to go to the Legion anymore. God damn you keep it! Keep talking like this, man. And I love the Legion, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a big loss, but uh, I'm not doing this whole shtick, man. It's big dog ball talk, Matt or Jordan Flewell. Uh Recapping the week. Yeah, it was good. I think it was good. Uh, do you guys like it? Let yeah, us know. Do you, do, you, do, you yeah. like the, do you like the change of pace better? Uh, more polite, uh, slow down version? Or uh, would you like us to get back to the normal uh, swing of things? But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you guys say. Uh, get out of that big duck ball talk and we'll figure it out. But yeah. to get into it right away, Jordan, I mean, uh, it's been a crazy week of NBA action. Tons to talk about uh, you know, since Monday's podcast. And uh, we're going to kick it off with some some pretty recent news, uh, or uh, pretty, pretty recent happening at least. Uh the Indiana Pacers, in their ugly-ass jerseys and horrible court, took down the Milwaukee Bucks without Damian Lillard. But you know, this isn't a uh, you know, this is a, a bit of an upset win, you know, uh, entirely. But uh, the big thing here, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 54 points, 12 rebounds on 19 for 25 shooting from the field, and they still lose the game. It's the new hottest trend in the NBA right now, Jordan, to drop 50 and lose. <laughs> Uh, Giannis, the the second one to do this one. Uh, I'm excited to see who's uh, gonna follow suit in the, the the next time. But uh, this is a tough one because you know Giannis is one of the best players in the NBA. No 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 doubt about it. But even when he's playing at pretty much his uh you know the, his complete best level, they still can't take down a team like the Pacers who. To their own credit, have been playing well, but I don't think anybody's circling the Pacers as uh, you know this uh, this juggernaut in the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, tough team to beat. And even yeah. with Damian Lillard, you would hope that a team that uh, you know has so much aspiration to you know reach the NBA Finals and compete for a chip this year, uh, that they'd be able to kind of like they, again, it was a competitive matchup. But this is one that you know you look back on and you probably should be able to take uh, you know when Giannis is playing at such an elite level. So I mean. Uh, do you think that this is a win uh, for the Pacers that they should be, uh, you know, really proud of, or is this more of a loss that the the Bucks should kind of be resenting and they're going to have to look back on and grimace uh, when the season comes to a wrap? Uh, yeah, I mean, like f- uh, again for the Bucks, it's just this issue of uh, the defense. Like I even said mm-hmm. the last time we talked about the Bucks, uh, you know, Giannis when when the whole, you know, Giannis and Dame thing was still very new, and it is still very new now, obviously. You know, they're still figuring out ways to play together, but even without Dame in the lineup, um, you know, 
here, and, and, and as you say, Giannis playing out of his mind, uh, you still give up 126 points. Uh, yeah. And that's, you're just not going to win many games when you do that. And they've just consistently been awful. And, I mean, D- Dame wouldn't have even made a difference if he was out there on that side of the court. He's been so bad defensively, it's actually been kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and people have been pointing it out. I mean, he gets screened, uh, and then he's out of the play for the next, like, 20 minutes, uh, you know, before he can get back to anybody. Um, so, you know, He's not used Dame to playing meaningful not. basketball. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, you know, Dame or not, uh, it's just it's the defensive problem. So, yeah, Giannis can go off like this, and he had a great game. You know, he was doing his thing. And it's not, uh, you know, the Pacers, too, don't really have anyone who can deal with, with Giannis. Uh, that's mm. maybe one of their one of their bigger kind of weaknesses uh, as they try and become a team that's, you know, going from good to, or, you know, middle of the pack to good slash great. Uh, you know, they, they need some... Uh, sort of bigger wing reinforcements, uh, I would say. You know, Bruce Brown's not, uh, you know, quite the answer there. But, but yeah, like Giannis was able to go off, do his thing. He did have eight turnovers, though, uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, w- w- when you're starting point guards out of the lineup, you know, Giannis had a bit more of that, uh, you know, ball handling, show running responsibility. And so I'm not surprised he, he turned it over that many times. But, you know, a, a few less, and they probably win uh, this game. You know, it was, it, it was close enough there, so... Um, you know, I put some of the blame on, on him, but he hit fucking 16 for 18 from the foul line. So, you know, I can't fault him. That's, that's better than he's way better than he's been in the past. Maybe um, one of his best so, free throw shooting performances of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, second only to, uh, well, we think it was game six, right? When he made almost all of them, it yep. was 50 piece to win, uh, in the finals. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, he, he, he might be getting better in that area, but, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it's a great game by Giannis. This is the type of thing that we've come to, uh, you know, see from him. Um, he's able to do this. Uh, it seems like almost as easy, easily as uh, anyone in the league. Just because, uh, you know, when he can physically overpower an opponent like the Pacers, uh, he can just get whatever he wants. Um, and he didn't even get and none of his, you know, all, he had all those foul line points there. But he, it's not like he went off for a bunch of threes in this game, too. He, he took one mm-hmm. and he missed it. Uh, these were all, you know, layups, you know, points in the paint mostly. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, great game by Honest. But, again, it shows uh, how, you know, I think, like, when people looked at the Drew Holiday-Dame Lillard trade, like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, for sure that's an upgrade. And even you and I thought it was an upgrade because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, Dame Lillard's better. But we, it, it is easy to weigh offense much more heavily than than defense yeah. probably more than you should especially when you're a team trying to win the fucking uh you know nba championship that's the whole point of you know what the bucks are trying to do here keep Giannis happy get them back to the point where they're uh you know competing for a championship and like the the defensive drop-off just cannot be understated uh mm. and again when we last time we talked about the bucks they had lost to the hawks who have this really great backcourt because and the Bucks now just cannot defend anyone in the backcourt. Who is in the Pacers' backcourt? Tyrese Halliburton, maybe one of the you know the the the, the best up and coming point guards in the league, and he hits the game winner over Cameron Payne because no, uh, no one's really worried about campaign, uh, campaign uh, defending them. Uh, it was kind of you know a rock side to side. Camp- it was an okay contest, but it's not like you've got any sort of killers out there defensively who can lock anyone down. Uh, at the end of the game, and I think it would have been the same story if Dame was out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tyrese would have hit that shot. So that's this is the issue for the Bucks, and it's going to continue to be an issue until they reckon with it or address it or something. Their mm-hmm. defense has been shit, and on the perimeter, guards are just going to keep feasting on them. 
Yeah, and, and I mean Cameron Payne was yeah he's barbecue chicken out there. Uh, three yeah. for nine shooting offensively as well, so he was really not getting it done on either end of the court uh, yeah. in this contest. I mean you know this is a it, you know it's not one hundred percent on him. I mean you you look around Malik Beasley. Four for ten shooting from him. One for seven from Book Lopez on two points and one yeah, rebound. Lopez like was he, rough. Miles Turner took him behind the woodshed and uh, you know <laughs> slapped his ass around. That was uh, that was a brutal one for him. Uh, but yeah, the, the, again, the, the I think there's a lot at play. Like again, I completely agree the defense is not what it used to be, which I think is also tough for the Bucks because defense was such a big part of their personality. And I think that you know they're still trying to get, figure themselves out under Adrian Griffin's play style. And, and I'm not trying to be too, too critical of the the new head coach. You know, uh, lots of good uh, years with the Raptors and everything, but. I think he needs to kind of step it up too because I haven't really seen yeah. anything from the Bucks that makes me think that they have any kind of identity yet either. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and that starts with the head coach always. You know, it trickles down, and this is one of those situations that I just don't. I, I I don't think that we need to panic yet, but I just feel that this is a lot of uh, you know negative talk for us to have to have because it's true there really isn't that much positive to talk about about the Bucks this year so far uh I I mean like like, like this is not uh the, the start we were expecting uh and, and they're still five and three they're they're yeah. still playing well there's there's no need for you know anyone to, to feel that they're they're out of that tight you know upper echelon of the eastern conference but there are games like this where i think you know, down the line once we hit march or april you know teams are going to be able to see the blueprint of how you can beat them you know you just target these weaker guys you take Giannis out of the equation you stretch the ball out like there's a lot of uh you know easy ways that you can kind of attack this team and get good results because this is a again a prime example like and i think in the you know the topic of you know Giannis dropping the 54 and still losing like I think that it's 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 just like in real life, Jordan. Fifty is the new forty, and yes. uh, this is uh, you know fifty points are, are not like we said before. If you could score forty back in the day, uh, you know, and back in the day is okay. in like the, the the early aughts, you know. This hey, is, even uh, yeah. thirty five. Thirty five used to mean oh, yeah. something. Thirty used to mean something. Yeah, and now it's like yeah, anyone can score fifty. It's it's just going up every single year. So I mean, uh, I think nowadays it's going to be you know sixty is when I'm really going to get uh, a little yeah. excited, get to get some tingly feelings. But uh, you know what? Overall, like again, like, I think that you know, the, as as bad as the Bucks were, I think you know, we, we there's also some credit that needs to be you know given to the the, the Pacers in this one. Uh, an awesome game from Benedict Matherin, twenty six and eleven, uh, hit the mm-hmm. the free throws to ice the game at the end there on. Uh, Kind of a soft call on the the pass out on the baseline. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton continues to be you know one of the, the oh, best awesome. young guards in the the NBA. You know, like you said, hit that dagger three in Cameron Payne's face, which is pretty much like shooting uncontested for him. Uh, you know, with the, <laughs> his great size and length. Uh, and then your guy Miles Turner continuing to you know do his thing as well, twenty one and six. Like this is a a, a deep team and i you know i I have them circled as you know i I think they're going to be firmly in that play in mix i think they've got a great chance you know maybe potentially hit the uh the the playoffs uh when when it's all said and done this year and i think that would be exciting because again this is a a a great vibes team i think this is not a a, a, you know a squad that we're gonna hate to see in the playoffs even if they get smoked you know they lose in five games to whoever they end up facing they're still good. They're young, and uh, I, th- I think this isn't uh, the, the last we see of uh, you know the Pacers uh, in, in the coming years when it comes to competitive basketball. But uh, uh, I mean, yeah. uh, as it stands right now, I, I don't think that they're the better team uh, that, than the Bucks. You know, if, if Dame's out there, I think that you know this is a totally different game. Uh, but I, I, I do, you know, I think I think we got to continue to keep our eye on the Bucks and see if you know they, they can't 
figure out these defensive issues. I don't know if maybe there's a move to be made to, to find someone who can really anchor it down because you, I, I, at this point, Malik Beasley is not going to get the job done as you're starting shooting guard. You've got to find somebody who is just a, a, a lockdown beast. Uh, the, uh, on the perimeter to, to help out and mitigate that because it's just not going to work with Malik Beasley out there. He's too slow. Uh, he was never that great of a defender. I don't know if people just... Again, this I, I mean, it was because he played for the Lakers, so people thought he was better than we was. But uh, you know, I I really do think they need to go out there and find someone, whether it's in the free agent market or in uh, you know some kind of trade scenario. Just get somebody. I don't know. Free Caruso. Caruso would be By great. The way, the I was gonna say, I was just look right down the lake. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, if if Chicago's season keeps going the way it's going, and they think you know they might want to sell him, I'd be doing anything I could possibly mm-hmm. do if I'm Milwaukee to get him because that would. Honestly, he's so good, he might just solve all their problems right there. Him and Dame Honestly, in that yeah. backcourt, with the way perfect. he's been shooting it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that someone like that, you, you just need someone like that. Like I actually do think Milwaukee. It's not like a, oh, it'd be good if they had it. They, they need someone. Yeah. Um, maybe not necessarily on Caruso's level, uh, but a, a true perimeter defender that you know guards uh, and wings are actually afraid of. They're gonna mm-hmm. need that because if you don't have that, like. What 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 championship teams ever really win uh, without that? It, it, and if they yeah. do, it's pretty rare. Like you need good defense across the board. Um, so yeah, they got to address that. But but yeah, shout out the Pacers for their start. I mean six and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my only criticism is Obi Toppin, get it fucking together, man. You yeah, know, you're yeah. my uh, most improved player uh, pick. Uh, and uh, you know, thirteen minutes last night. Come on, not gonna cut it, man. Better. It's uh, also good to refresh everyone's memory and remind them that last year the the Indiana Pacers were off to a red hot start and then completely fell off the face of the earth at the end of the season. Well, Halliburton uh, even... got hurt, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully everyone stays healthy. Hey, I had that dream, man. We'll see if I have another one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to to move on here, uh, as we keep breaking down the the latest NBA news, uh, Jordan, I gotta I gotta pose a question because we have two big NBA injuries again. I hate that we have to keep talking about these injuries, but this isn't the, this is the end. Isn't the end of our injury talk either, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, you know, this is what we're going to be starting with. <laughs> I'm uh, actually injured. If anyone cares, put me two, on an injury report. You're not injured. Shut the fuck up. I do. I hurt my back. Okay. Well, I, I can Listen, believe that you I'll hurt your through. back, but no, you won't. Uh, but Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets dealing with a hamstring issue, as well as Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat dealing with an ankle issue. Both are going to be out for extended period of time, multiple weeks, you know, to a month. This is going to, you know, be hurting both teams as they, they you know, the two of their most important players uh, on the, the, the their respective rosters. I mean, when you look at this one, Jordan, who do you think this affects the most, the Nuggets or the Heat? Without uh, you know their 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 respective star uh, point guards or shooting guards, wherever you want to throw them. Um, I I think. Uh, it's close. I don't think there's an obvious answer here, but I think, you know, with the way that Tyler Hero has been playing uh, offensively so far this year, uh, the Heat are just, uh, you know, I I think they're going to miss him so badly. I mean, uh, almost, you know, 23 points per game, uh, 5 and 5, basically, um, Mm -hmm. on on pretty damn good shooting so far this year, at least from 3. Overall, you could, you know, ask for better. But, uh, like, the, the... the way that he has been able to sort of respond this year and come out and, you know, we weren't sure what was going to be uh, up with this guy. I mean, he's been trade in so many trade rumors, uh, you know, over the course of a couple years here. Um, yeah. you, you, hey, he was you, never, he was sure. never on the block. He was never. Oh available. yeah, you're right. Oh no. If, yeah. I, uh, you're right. Pat Riley said it. Um, you're you're but, misremembering, no, you're, man. 
but uh, no, like this is a clear career high in points for him um, and uh, points per game. Uh, and and yeah, he's just gone off to a hot start, and it was just exactly what the Heat needed. I mean, without his production, there's no way the Heat are four and four. There is mm-hmm. there is no way at all. I mean, because they've they've not looked uh, all that great uh, to to start the year. You know, Bam's doing his thing, but and 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 Jimmy's been fine, but you know they've had this say, you, sort of. You could argue he's the best player so far this season. Well, yeah, I mean, just uh, what offensively, what he brings, I think he's per- maybe their most important player. Like, and yeah. that's why yeah, I think it's gonna it's going to. Uh, hurt the heat more here in the, in this period too when they don't have any cushion. I mean, they're at 500 right now. It's not like they've got off. Like it's not like you know, they've had this gangbuster start to the season, and it's like okay, we're gonna drop back a little bit, but we'll still be fine. Like he, they're gonna have mm-hmm. to, you know, really sort of pick up the slack here. And and we mentioned the for the Heat this team that had Max Struess and had Gabe Vincent and and these other guys they've relied on these last few years that just walked out the door and they didn't really replace. Uh, and, and so like it's, and, and everyone knows how, how old they're getting in terms of their, their sort of core guys and some of the guys mm-hmm. they rely on. Um, and they just don't, yeah, they don't really have those, uh, players coming off the bench that are sort of proven and, you know, are, are, are able to, uh, pick up that slack as much. They've kind of been replaced with, uh, you know, guys like freaking Jaime Hawkes, uh, and then some of these younger guys who really haven't, uh, you know, proven themselves to be able to handle or, or fill the shoes of, of someone like Tyler Hero when he's out. So now the Heat find that, you know, they've, they've got vets who are unreliable and young guys who are unreliable. And Hero, along with Bam and, if, you know, uh, maybe freaking Martin, uh, you know, were the only guys sort of in the middle of the pack who you could really depend on uh, to, to, to come out there, at least, you know, so far this year with Hero, um, mm-hmm. the way he'd been playing. So, yeah, I think it's going to be... Uh, I don't. I don't think they're gonna have a good replacement for him. Um, and I think the offense, which already overall, uh, you know, leaves some uh, leaves a lot to be desired. If you're the Heat, I mean, they 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 especially in the regular season when they're not getting up for these games, um, they don't exactly look like uh, you know juggernauts offensively. So it's gonna be hard for them to replace his production. And I predict that uh, you know they're they're gonna see some losses here to teams they. They maybe would have won uh, or, or would have beat if if Hero was out there. Yeah, uh, and I, I definitely agree that you know the Heat. You might see the the, the first like the, the, you'll be able to notice their drop off a lot more than the Nuggets. I think uh, it, when yeah. you look at uh, you know the the injuries to their star guards. You know, uh, like you said that this was a a rough start for the Heat. They just started to get the ball rolling, and now they're going to be without their best offensive player. But I think that this is the you know something that the Nuggets fans should be actually a little bit concerned about with Jamal Murray. This guy's been injured yeah. a lot, all lower body injuries and problems, and you know he's been doing so much work to you know, kind of go into it. I don't know if Jamal Murray can really handle the length of an NBA season, and I, I don't mean that uh, you know super negatively, but it's like he has not been able to play. Like I I, I don't know what his career high in play. I, I think in the beginning of his career he played all 82 games, if I remember correctly. I think his rookie year he played every single game, maybe even his sophomore year, and since then. He has not been able to do that. Like he has been injured on and off, on and off, on and off. He's missed time in the postseason. He's missed lots of regular season time, and you know it's it's starting to add up. And I think that you know when you look at the Nuggets, like he is you know behind Jokic, obviously they're their second most valuable player, and it's not even close. Like it's a one A one B type of situation there. And we've seen when he is not in the lineup, the the you know Jokic isn't able to you know 
rely on someone to get it done on the perimeter because as great as Jokic is, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he's a center and his game is, you know, mixing around in the post, finding guys on the outside. And if he doesn't have his best shooter as well as, you know, uh, a secondary, uh, you know, facilitator that can get him, feed him down low in the, you know, the paint, like Reggie Jackson, you know, with all due respect, He's not going to do it. He's not going to be able to get that done. He had a, a decent game in the, in the last outing. But, I mean, uh, they barely beat the Warriors, who they're completely designed to just absolutely trounce. So I'm, I'm looking at the Nuggets, and the, the Western Conference is so competitive. They could be in, uh, you know, some trouble here for the next month if uh, Jamal's not able to come back because, you know, they, they said it could be a month. I don't know, man. I could see this being longer. I don't know the the severity exactly. Obviously, nobody really does. Uh, but we've seen Jamal be told, you know, oh, it might just be two or three weeks, and then you know, three months pass, and he's still sitting on the bench or he's sitting at home. Like this is, uh, I I think a big concern. Like Heroes had a little bit of injury trouble, uh, you know, over the past couple seasons, but Jamal Murray, uh, you know, quietly has been kind of a you know a, a, an injury plagued person throughout his career. So I'm. I'm concerned if you're the defending NBA champions, you know, you had a short offseason as it is. I, uh, you know, I, I, I would be looking at Jamal and being like, you know what, man, like, we got to figure something out here. We might have to, you know, give you a titanium leg or something. I'm not sure. But uh, that is uh, definitely one of those things that is you know, potentially going to come back to bite them uh, down the stretch of the season. I, I would be really worried about Jamal uh, at this point. Yeah, yeah I mean, all true. Uh, and, you know, Fuck the Nuggets. Uh, he needs to be ready for the the Olympics, man. I mean, that I, too, I, yeah. I, he he needs to uh, be 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 ready to go because we need him. Um, and and yeah, it's just it's been yeah it's been, I yeah I was really just kind of you know disheartened uh, if not like annoyed by by this news like hero not as much you know I'm not invested uh, you know I I hate when anyone gets injured but but uh, Jamal especially because yeah it's like. You know, he's he just it, it felt like he just came back and, and yeah, there's always been these kind of stops and starts and there's this whole thing out of, you know, the Nuggets, uh, you know, freaking community this year being like, this is the year. Yeah. And these these injuries that have this uh, effect way down down the line, even after these guys come back, they go up and they talk about it in the summer. It's like, oh, yeah, my, my season, you know, I, I was dealing with this uh, all season because sometimes they, they don't even like let you know, you know, they come back and it's like, oh, this. This guy uh, doesn't quite look the same or whatever, whatever. And then, you know, it mm-hmm. comes out that they're still dealing with it. They're still laboring or just that it's just affected how they're, uh, you know, even able to be like in game shape. So like these things, I, I agree with you that this is a worrisome thing because, um, yeah, it, it can extend well past, you know, the end of November or wherever he's supposed to be back. Uh, and uh, it's just it's concerning when these things start to look like a pattern for guys because mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, that that can like completely derail a career pretty quick. And, and we've already had situations, uh, you know, in the, in the ACL year when he was out where it's like, Oh, you've got Jokic playing as, yeah, you know, probably the best player in the world, but he can't do it without, uh, Jamal Murray. Like he, we've seen mm-hmm. him go that like, you need that other guy, uh, able to sort of help you out. Um, you know, on, on the offensive side of things, you know, run the offense, hit, hit the big timely shots that J- Jamal Murray was able to hit last year. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a worrisome thing and hopefully he can, uh, you know, get over this, put it behind him, get back on the court. Um, because yeah, he, there is no, there's no substitute, uh, on, on the nuggets as good as they've been, uh, and as good as Jokic makes everyone else around him. Um, you, you still need Jamal Murray. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to see how both teams, uh, fare without their, 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 
their alpha guards on their their rosters, but uh, you know, only time will tell. We'll see how they bounce back, and uh, hopefully, both those guys are back on the court. Uh, you know, with uh, no no steps lost in their game, and they're ready to just come back and produce right away. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, to move on, a guy who's uh, also dealt with a lot of injury troubles, but this one we're going to kind of focus on a different team, a team that he's not even playing for anymore. Uh, but Time Lord Robert Williams uh, out knee surgery for the the rest of the season for the Trailblazers. Uh, you know, going to miss a uh, you know the uh, another extended period of time something he's dealt with for a long time uh but this is uh you know something that i think is concerning because if you go all the way back jordan to the 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 golden years 2016 of the nba uh there was a guy who was an inspiring little munchkin his name was isaiah thomas five (laughs) nine finished top three in the mvp voting led the league in scoring i believe or maybe he was 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 just behind him oh no i think he did lead in in ppg like twenty nine points on the points, and he yeah. was cute. And also, you know, again, that if if you go, if you don't know, maybe you're a little more new to the NBA game. Go go and look up Isaiah Thomas Boston Celtics highlights that season uh, in the postseason. You know, taking them, uh, you know, deep into the playoffs, really stepping up. Uh, you know, uh, no, who can't uh, you know not, not shed a tear watching him? Uh, you know, yeah. drop uh, that that insane scoring night uh, you know, the day after his sister passes away, uh, yeah. and. After that, traded the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Kyrie Irving trade, and uh, you know it kind of comes out that he had so many lingering issues going on that the Celtics told him he was able to play with through. And in his case, it was a hip issue. Uh, and then, of course, he gets to Cleveland, and the hip issue gets worse, and they pretty much tell him that he was never supposed to be playing in the first place. Now, it's coming out that Time Lord Robert Williams was told the exact same thing by the Celtics about his knee, that he Uh-oh. could play through it and things would be fine, and now he's on the Trailblazers and their doctors are looking at it and saying, what the fuck were they thinking because your knee is cooked. Uh, and we, we, if you even go farther back, Anthony Davis, when he was still on the Pelicans, when they were talking about you know potential trade fits, his father came out and said publicly, <laughs> he will not be playing for the Celtics because they do not care about the health of their players. And yeah. he nailed the fucking he nailed it right on the head on that one because this is a uh, you know becoming a trend that they are just abusing the players, they're using their bodies till they are, are literally till the wheels fall off. And I think that's. Pretty concerning, you know, uh, especially in such a player empowerment era. You know, you see guys like, uh, you know, the, the, these people who are, you know, some of the, the most, uh, you know, talk about players in the league. You know, Robert Williams, uh, a defensive player, the the year candidate uh, every season at this point. I'm I'm pretty stunned to, you know, have this come out because, you know, I thought maybe, I, I, I always hope the best. I thought maybe this Isaiah Thomas injury, you know, this this whole situation was just, you know, uh, you know it, some people made some mistakes, but it wouldn't happen again. Things were rectified, but... It kind of looks like the Celtics are a dangerous team to play for here, Jordan. I don't, uh, I, I don't think you can trust that organization uh, anymore at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is uh, pretty crazy that this is coming out now. Yeah, this uh, again, this potential pattern that, that we're seeing, and I wonder if it's like just like who it is, like just the medical staff, or it's coming down from higher up, or or what uh, the 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 deal is. But I mean, it's it's a long. It, it's a long tradition. It goes back to, you know, the the the, the sort of figurehead uh, of the semi-modern Celtics. I mean, Larry Bird uh, broke his back building his mom's driveway uh, or whatever happened and then just kept playing, kept playing till he was literally couldn't move out there. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what they expect from, from all their guys now. It's like, hey, Larry played through it. They just, every, <laughs> every time someone complains, they just point at a picture of Larry Bird when he fucking mm-hmm. dove out on that floor in the early 90s just holding his head in pain he couldn't even like walk um that's that might be the standard they're they're looking for there but i mean not to mention 
uh, Gordon Hayward, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, he comes Cursed. over. I mean, it's 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 dangerous uh, in a very real sense of, uh, you know, real gruesome injuries uh, there, you know, when he blew out his fucking ankle uh, at the beginning of the, uh, the the season there. But, yeah, it's – you don't want to – I mean, it, 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 the, the, even the fact that this is out now, like, you don't want to this, – this is this hurts you big time. Like, if, mm-hmm. if it, like already you mentioned the Anthony Davis thing. Like, uh, that's uh, – a whether that was ever a real possibility, but that or, or or not, that's a real kind of guy that the team would have been after, you know, in free agency or by trade, who just doesn't want to play for you because because you know the of those type of concerns. And that's if 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 that's a reason guys aren't coming to play, um, that's 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 not something you should uh, you know uh, be cool with. That that's no, that's going to hurt no. you in, in in the long run here, and and like. I don't know if the Celtics are trying to be uh, kind of the opposite of, of teams, a team like the Clippers and the way they deal with Kawhi and just let let players dictate when they do and don't play and, you know, all these things. And they're trying to get out ahead of that and, and, and sort of they set the terms of, of these things. But it feels it feels like the, the Celtics, if any organization feels kind of, you know, uh, adherent to sort of the old ways, kind of, you know, stuck in the past a little bit in terms of, not in terms of you know how they build rosters or anything, but just sort of the this sort of grit and grind, heart and soul. Oh, we're the Celtics. We're so proud of it. You know, we're we're, we're going to get these guys to you know play no matter what, and they're going to go out give their heart and soul for for the Leprechaun. Uh, it feels like that's there's, there's kind of an era or an aura, I should say, of that around that team. And 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 yeah, it, but they don't, they don't want to get that reputation, so they better no. clean that up and and sort of clear that up if they can. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean. If 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 I was a, a a player with those injury concerns, yeah, I might think twice about uh, signing with them. Uh, you know, joining them in some way. And who knows the the guys on the team right now? I mean, Jalen Brown seemingly just forgot to or or, or you know unlearned how to dribble uh, randomly uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it seemed Not like important. it started. Maybe it was maybe it was Not an a important part of the game, some, man. Don't don't let the ball of... touch the floor. <laughs> yeah, just just pass it around. Uh, but you know, maybe that was some sort of injury that uh, you know he's got a maybe he has no feeling in his left arm. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, no, you're fine. Just go do it. Um, so uh, you know, who knows what will come out later on? But uh, yeah, it's uh, scary stuff. Uh, don't want to see that happen. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they they, they got to clean that up. And I honestly, I would have expected it to be like, like I I don't know. Maybe maybe like. There's literally a direct line between those, you know, b- between this Larry Bird who I'm talking about and this whole vision of how to play basketball back in the 80s and 90s, uh, you know, from him to Danny Ainge. You know, they were teammates. They yeah. played together. So maybe Danny just, you know, dumped his whole philosophy, gave, gave, gave it all over to Brad Stevens, and he's just carrying the torch of, uh, you know, play through anything, you know, heart of a championship. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it'll come back to bite you, though, in the end if you're not careful. Well, uh, we'll monitor the, the Celtics injuries uh, situations, uh, especially you know as uh, any other team uh, you know poaches some of their players or picks them off, and uh, you know we'll see. Trailblazers' sake, they wanted to be bad probably anyways this year. I don't think they really uh, cared yeah. about being good, so uh, you know maybe giving uh, Rob Will that time to to rest and recoup after uh, you know that that injury. Maybe this is uh, for the best. So uh, you know, speedy recovery to the Time Lord, and I guess we'll uh, wait and see what uh, what's next for his career uh, in the coming season. But uh, to move on here, Jordan, we're done with the injury talk. Let's get into some debut discussion. Bradley <laughs> Beal 
making his Phoenix Suns debut, long-awaited, uh, and they pull off the win against the Chicago Bulls in overtime. It was a back-and-forth game, and uh, I would say it was a kind of a boring debut, if anything, yeah. from, from Bradley Beal. You know, tw- 23 minutes, they kept him light, uh, you know, at that, that, that new starting point guard, a role he's never really had to deal with, uh, and... He was just kind of a shooter. He just kind of was out there to take threes. Uh, you know, three for 12 uh, from the field, three for six, three-point shooting, 13-4-4 uh, four and four official stat line. Not the greatest game. Um, and I think that this, again, doesn't – like. and I don't give it time. I'm going to give it time. Uh, you know, it's only one game. I'm not going to overreact yet. But he looked like he was just another – you know, this looked like the, the, the same team when Devin Booker's out there. Pretty, it looked the exact same, a little bit worse. Uh, you know, yes. uh, they, they, they were still able to pull off this win, but he didn't look good. Like, he didn't do anything that wowed me. Uh, again, I understand that, you know, he's coming off an injury in his own right, and he's the first game of the year, and they're, they're, they're sleepwalking him through the, you know, progressions here. But this was not a great-looking game from him. And uh, like, like I'm saying, the, he, the fit just still doesn't seem like it makes sense to me. He's not a good enough facilitator to, you know, be a lead guard, and, yeah. you know, he can't defend worth a lick anymore. He, like, if we're talking about yes. unlearning things, then, you know, uh, go back and watch some early Bradley Beal. He was a, a pretty good defender. He at least put some effort into it, and then yeah. once he realized that he could, uh, you know, score 30 points, uh, he just said, fuck it, I'm not playing defense anymore, and I don't think he ever yeah. has uh, decided to play defense since then. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty, like, I... <laughs> If I wanted to put a lot of stock into this game, I would say that my worries for the Suns have just uh, you know continually risen, and I, I don't think there's any you know signs of stopping because again you know Kevin Durant 42 minutes played in this game you know he, he was fantastic uh, you know he he was you know obviously their best player the, in the game I mean you know Nurk he had a good game as well but. I, I really would am like if I'm a Suns fan like this is a team that you thought oh man we're gonna have a cakewalk to the finals. I don't even know. There's a world where they could lose in the first round of the playoffs, and I don't think that's a, an yes. overstatement right now. Like this is a, a team that the construction just does not work right now. It, if Bradley Beal is going to be giving you this kind of production on a, a nightly basis, then this is a, a wrap already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'll, I'll give him the credit. I guess that it was his first game. It didn't really look like he was trying out there. No. He just was kind of walking through it, which I'm like. Brad, this isn't Washington anymore, man. Like this is yeah. you. You got real expectations on you. You're playing for a real team. You're playing with a real, you know, superstar. Uh, you're not the. You're not the. You know, king of the the hill here. You've got a. I would have liked to see a little bit more urgency from him, even though it was his first game. Like the the Suns are not off to to the best start here. They they could use a few more wins, especially with how many injuries their top three guys are going to inevitably, uh, you know, kind of go through him included. Um, and, and yeah, and even like uh, two of his threes that he hit were like right away, almost in the first quarter. Like he didn't, he Mm -hmm. was not a factor down the stretch of this game at all, which would have been nice to get him involved a little bit. Uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't even on the court really at the very end of the game and into overtime Uh, with other guys. Um, and, uh, like you You got to let Eric Gordon go out there and shoot one for nine instead. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, Hey, Grayson Allen had a great game, actually outscored KD in this one. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, it, we'll see. Uh, and again, it's always like, a, I mean, I, I fear for the, the Suns that this is maybe going to be like a, a Clippers situation where it's always like, oh, if they if all three of them out there, watch out, it, you know, if, if all three of them get out there on the court, uh, oh, they'll put up, 
you know, 170 points every game. Like, they'll be unstoppable. Who cares about the defense? We still haven't seen it. We still haven't seen it. And even when we first initially see it, like, even, you know, with this as an example, Bradley Beal's first game, like, I don't think the three of them are going to look their best right away. They're going to need time. Uh, it's something that, you know, the, the, the Clippers still don't fucking, haven't gotten through their head, that you can't just throw guys out there and expect them to synergize perfectly right away. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it takes time. And when you have injury-prone guys, you don't really get that time. And so I'm worried for Phoenix that they're just be, kind of becoming that, um, uh, you know, already uh, th- through this, you know, short kind of part of the early season here. Just uh, n- n- that, that they're just not ever going to be healthy all at the same time. And then when they are, it's one guy just coming back, working himself in. Oh, give him time, give him time. So I'm okay to give the Suns kind of excuses or sort of leeway right now and Bradley Beal leeway right now in his first game back. Mm-hmm. But once we get, you know, into the, you know, dead of winter here and it's it's approaching the All-Star break, I'm going to have to stop giving Phoenix any sort of uh, uh, leeway or excuses uh, and then just going to have to, I think we're all just going to have to accept that that just might be who they are, just this team that has Kevin Durant and is dangerous on any given night. Booker, when he's there, can do his thing, but they're not going to have this cohesive group uh that anyone's really going to be all that scared of um and and yeah that's really on the table um uh for them to sort of become that i i hope they don't i hope they can figure it out and and be their best version because i'd love to see a battle between them and and some of the other really good teams uh in the west Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah it's it's it it is concerning for sure uh when you get him uh, you know in in bradley beale's case just kind of walking around yeah just just shooting it not really looking like he knows exactly what what to do or where to attack um and and yeah i think this point guard issue is gonna be a thing like yeah uh i i i just don't like it i i've never i I could be i'm open to be proven wrong this this backcourt of two shooting guards who can sort of handle uh you know i'd I'd like to see what it looks like when they're both out there if they kind of take turns bringing the ball up or what but um you know Right now, their 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 best passer, uh, you know, ba- if you base it off of uh, you know the other night, it's it's Nurkic who actually got this nice little two man game going with with KD. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 look like they're developing a little bit of a you know chemistry there on the court. Um, Point but, KD, uh, maybe we'll see it. We we keep seeing yeah, all these KD. big guys uh, get to the end of the keys. Maybe he be honestly he might be their best option. The only problem I, is that he's also their best scorer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You don't you you want to use him in the right way. Um, but yeah, it, it's true. I mean, he, that's something he's gotten better at as well, but like all the, all these guys is like, Oh yeah, he can do it. He can, he can do it. It's like, can we get a guy who actually should do it and actually who wants to do it? Like, uh, this is, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep reiterating till the cows come home. I do not like how this, this roster has been put together injuries aside, but now they're yeah. dealing with all these fucking, you know, injuries that, and I don't think that's going to come to an end anytime soon. So yeah, I, I'm, I am a bit worried about the Suns and what Kevin Durant's season's ultimately going to look like if he's going to p- keep being forced to win these overtime games, play these minutes in the 40s. Uh, it's 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 close. I don't want to feel like we're predicting anything here, but Jesus Christ, like get it fucking together. Stop pushing Kevin Durant to his limit. I do not want another you know knock on wood uh, season where Kevin Durant can't be who he is because we only got a few of those left for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll monitor the Sun situation closely and see if the, you know, they can fi- figure out this whole uh, point guard lack of depth, uh, or you know maybe maybe they'll be they'll find a way to make it all work. But uh, until then, we will uh, you know wait and see. Uh, moving on, talk about uh, the King. 
feel like we have to talk about him every we episode. Can. It happens, uh, happens often, uh, always in the news cycle. But uh, LeBron James and the Lakers, uh, you know, officially making a request to the NBA uh, front offices that they look into the, and especially the referee, uh, you know, the, the association to look into the calls that LeBron, uh, you know, not not the ones that are called for him, but the ones that he, he's not getting. And this has been a discussion for pretty much LeBron's entire career, uh, you know, that, that he's the most fouled player in the NBA, but he doesn't get any of the calls. And, you know, while LeBron does get calls, uh, for sure, uh, I don't think anybody can say that he doesn't. I think it's also, you know, hard to say that he doesn't get, uh, you know, an, or it's hard not to say he doesn't get enough calls because he is, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's out there and he gets hit every single time he's got the ball and he is just so strong and so big that he makes it look like it's nothing. And, uh, you know, the, the refs, like, he, he could be shooting 20 free throws a game like James Harden if he really wanted to, but he, he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't flop in those situations. Uh, you know, he, he's more of a flop after the whistle or between the lines kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, not, not when he's actually taking it to the rim. Uh, but, you know, this is something that you know, we've talked about before, and, you know, the league is now, uh, you know, uh, having that pressure put on them now. But uh, I'm I'm interested to see you know if anything comes of this because the Lakers actually want them to dig into the the numbers and see because you know uh, as far as it uh, it looks like it looks like it's pretty clear that the the, the refs aren't giving them every single call but uh, uh, you know may, may, this could also just be maybe a desperation plea or play from the Lakers yeah. here because they're they're kind of seeing that maybe this team's not uh, quite as good as they thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's been it's been a sort of disappointing season for them. I mean, coming off getting absolutely destroyed. Uh, by the Rockets of all people, mm-hmm. um, I believe AD was out out in that one. But yeah, the Rockets. Look out! I told everyone. I told. I'm not letting anyone forget. I was high on the Rockets. The uh, Van Almost effect. no one else was. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I think this kind of stemmed from that uh, Heat Lakers game um, on Monday. I guess it was when they Lakers lost by one. Um, and and yeah, LeBron sort of felt he was fouled a lot down the stretch of that one but the two minute report came out last two minute report and there was said there was no missed calls so mm-hmm. uh you know you take those things with a grain of salt i guess but uh yeah it, it, it's all it, you're right it's always been so hard to uh know how to officiate lebron because yeah like he's he's just coming down the the lane like a big you know steam train and it's like these guys just mm-hmm. bounce off him and it's like who's who's fouling who i mean lebron's never been um uh, you know, a guy who, who drives out of control. He's always very in control and has great body control as well in terms of where where to go. But like a lot of times, you know, because he's so strong too. Like it, it, like the contact almost looks even worse at times. Or like you know, when guys just kind of bounce off of him because he's so strong. Not that that's yeah. you know an offensive foul on him or anything like that. But you know, it, I think it's even harder for officials to be like hold on like is this guy is this contact happening because lebron's just so big and he's the one initiating it or is he really getting getting whacked um you know it's 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 it, it, yeah it's always been kind of hard for them to figure out um but i don't think i mean you know i'm a i'm a i'm an lbj hater uh, always will be mm-hmm. it's in my blood i don't think he's particularly uh you know had a career where he doesn't get calls like i think lebron gets fairly favorable calls even now um, there are instances though, so, you know, as he's getting older though, like where I think, yeah, there are some kind of questionable calls where it's like, you know, he's, he's, he's getting bodied a little bit, but I think, uh, and, and it's not being called, but I, 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 I genuinely think that's because LeBron just can't, isn't as good as getting, getting by people anymore. I think, mm-hmm. yes, he, he's, I, I think in his mind, it's cause he's being fouled, but re- really LeBron, I just think it's cause you're not as fast as you used to be. And yes, there's guys who are 
more more physical now uh who can actually keep up with you a little bit uh yeah. you know uh in with 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 you know in terms of your speed because you have lost a bit of a step and yeah it might feel like you're getting fouled more but it's just i think this is just a product of aging unfortunately and yeah there are some missed calls for sure lebron does uh get treated in a more physical way almost like a big man would uh, yep. but again I, he that was never an issue before because he could just kind of get around guys and, and and get to the rim no matter what and i i'm sorry i'm just not i mean Le, lebron's still having an amazing statistical season this year i don't think you know uh a, a, it's not like he's having a you know averaging 18 points per game and playing terribly because because there's been all these missed calls i i don't think um it's 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 that much of a problem but like yeah i i I get where he can be frustrated, or, or and, and where he was frustrated with it, um, but again, I, I think it's uh, just more of a you know the the slow aging process uh, for LeBron, just not being able to do what he used to used to do, um, and uh, and and the thing with LeBron too, to his credit, is that he's as you said, he's not a flopper and he's not like a foul hunter like like James Harden or or uh, Joel Embiid, like he. He's a straight shooter with what he does. He's never been like this guy who's super crafty with head fakes and pump fakes and, and footwork trying to Except make sure someone... Head down, yeah. head up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah, what a great signature move. Uh, I love it, LeBron. Um, but, uh, you know, he he's not someone who's like trying to get the exact right angle to make sure someone brushes his arm right where the official can see it that he knows is going to be a foul, like James Harden does, his little sweep-throughs and things like that. So, like, and and... And yeah, he's so big that he doesn't flop even when he is hit like in the air. So in that sense, he's more, you know, uh, for God's sake, he's in his 21st year or whatever it is. Like it it was a different brand of basketball when he first started playing. There wasn't as much of this herky-jerky flopping, you know, different uh, things to try and draw fouls. And so to his credit, he stayed, uh, you know, in that mentality of like, no, I'm just going to drive to the hoop. I'm not going to shy away from contact, but I'm not going to exaggerate it either. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to, and I just don't think... I, I think officials nowadays have been trained to sort of deal with these fucking uh, foul baiting idiots. Uh, that 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 yeah, that kind of hurts him in the in the getting calls department as well. But respect to him for 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 doing that. I I, I hope he continues to um, you know not try and bait or trick the officials into anything. Um, but at the same time, yeah, Bron, I'm sorry, man. I think you're just you just lost a step a little bit. It's going to be a little bit harder to get to the rim. Uh, you know, case in point, the end of the that uh, Lakers Nuggets series last year. He drives to his left. He gets doubles, double blocked by Aaron Gordon and uh, Jamal Murray. That would not have happened uh, with you know Miami Heat LeBron or even mm-hmm. second time around Cleveland LeBron. He would have found a way to get around them. But I think he's just it's just a little bit harder for him to be effective. But you know, on that play, he didn't get fouled. That was clean. Um, and he might have thought he did, um, but. Uh, you know, it's it, it it is what it is because you also have, on the other hand, the situation in in Boston from last year where he got destroyed and had his little uh you know yeah. his drop to the, on the floor. floor. That yeah. that that was justified, obviously. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I I don't think I think it's a bit of a reach uh for the Lakers to sort of sort of imply there's some kind of conspiracy against LeBron uh for for uh, in terms of missed calls. I think I think it's all okay in the long run i think it's just normal you know business as usual in the league well i'll say this i think that the, uh, it almost balances out between the calls he doesn't get and the calls he does get right. that he shouldn't get 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like again, like I was saying, like he, he'll, he'll take it to the rim and he'll get whacked on the arm and, you know, calls that other players would get that are maybe not as physically imposing, that don't wear that uh, that, that contact quite as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, that they, they, he doesn't get those calls. I'll give him that. But like I said, between, you know, uh, between plays or, you know, when he's just got the ball in his hands, if a guy reaches on him, you know, he's going to free, what, what? Look over to the <laughs> sideline and get that call. Like he does, like he, yeah. he gets a lot of favorable calls. He might not get it when he's, you know, he's going and taking it to the cup, but he does get them in a lot of other situations where other players don't get them. You know, I, I, I would say almost no other player in NBA history has ever gotten calls like that. Uh, so I think the King needs to kind of, you know, realize, you know, see, 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 look around, kind of, Feel out the surroundings. See what the, see what's going on, especially you know, the, the Lakers too. Uh, you know, can you know? Accept. You know, there's going to be calls that you get, calls you don't get. But yeah, if we're yeah, talking exactly. about any any player that you know has had you know the the short end of the stick when it comes to whistles. I don't think that LeBron James yeah, is. Sorry, you know, buddy. The, I don't think that he's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's the the, the, the most. Uh, you know. Uh, you know I, I guess persecuted uh, yeah. you know, guy in the NBA when it comes to that. So we'll yeah. we'll see if that you know anything comes of it. I mean, there they won't be. There never will be. Uh, you yeah. know, even when you uh, you know the uh, politic that uh, you know there was uh, again like you said that Celtic game like you know that they want to restart to the game like you know they just say sorry we fucked up the call that's it that's all yeah. that's happening. The only time I've ever seen the game get restarted was that weird uh, Spurs versus Rockets when Harden dunked it and they yeah. thought that he missed yeah. it. So then they had to actually go back because it was a uh, legitimately like uh, they fucked up the game. So yeah. uh, I'm interested to see you know what what the, the league if they if if anything if they really come out and uh, you don't want to address this because I think that they're just gonna kind of sweep this one under the rug and say shut the fuck up, uh, Palinka and Co. Because uh, at the end of the day, LeBron gets so many calls that you can't really say that he deserves more. Uh, you know, again, you could argue that. They missed some, but he also gets a lot that he shouldn't get in the first place. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, as we're talking about LeBron, man, in Akron, Ohio, his hometown, they're opening the official LeBron James Muse- uh, Museum. All of you uh, LeBron sexuals, you'll be able to go there and rejoice. Yeah. Your holy temple is being crafted. You can go there and see all your favorite LeBron James memorabilia moments, history, you know, maybe his baby shoes. I don't know. Uh, you'll be able to see tons of, uh, you know, LeBron James things. Uh, you know, as his uh, career, uh, you know, is uh, kind of now starting to hit that twilight stage. But Jordan, I'm I'm curious if we were to go, you know, hit the road, take a trip down to Akron, Ohio, and uh, you know, check out the LeBron James Museum. What's one item or one thing you would like to see from the LeBron James Museum? Well, I'm I'm hoping they do this. I mean, they haven't consulted me, but I I hope you mm. know because they can do wax figures or whatever. But of Delonte West, right when you walk in, right on the left hand side, mm. waving LeBron, him and uh, LeBron's, uh, LeBron's mother. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to you know my son's museum. Come check it out. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I kid. Um, you could probably hire the Delonte West to just hang out there <laughs> now. I mean, that, maybe that's oh, a low God. blow, but I mean, uh, oh, he's God, not doing Delonte. anything else. I hope Where's Mark I... Cuban, man? He was supposed to help him. <laughs> I know. He picked him up. What did he do? What did he do? Put him on a day? horse. Did he do anything? Oh, my God. He rode uh, a horse around. Delonte West was cold back in the day. Um, uh, and yeah, you know, not to make light of a situation. That was bad. Shame on you, Delonte. Shame on you. Um, I feel bad for, for LeBron. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm tr- I'm trying to think, what would be a good thing? I don't know, like something. I I I am of the belief that the the original Cleveland LeBron is so like forgotten now because his career's mm-hmm. been so long. Uh, so some something from back then. God, I don't know what, but you know the does he have the ball from that uh, that Pistons game in the uh, the. The I think that was in the playoffs. No, or or was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tw- it was. 20, 27, 07, 25 right? in a yeah. row. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when he went went just absolutely crazy. You know, some sort of, uh, you know, relic from that game or the game where he hit the game winner against Orlando um, mm-hmm. uh, when he came out to the top of the three-point line, hit, the, hit that, you know, buzzer beater uh, when it pans to Stan Van Gundy, uh, very stressed out. Uh, I think he had mm-hmm. a headband on, something like that. Give me, give me something from the old days. Uh, some sort of, uh, you know, something to reminisce on back in, uh, you know, 2005. Uh, I'd like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like that as well. That's pretty cool. You know, see that, that young LeBron, uh, you know, the, those yeah. relics of the past. But, uh, you know, I actually want to go and dive into one of LeBron's biggest rivalries uh, in, in his career. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm specifically looking at one from uh, the 2014 NBA Finals. Game one, the Spurs... And LeBron, they're they're going head to head. It was a, a back and forth matchup, but the Spurs end up going on a run because the AC unit craps Yay, out, and LeBron go. James suffers some fatal cramps. He's not oh, able to keep going. He had to be He's, carried uh, out. He had, he had to be carried. It was so bad. The cramps uh, from the from the, the the not working AC. No one else had this issue. Just LeBron. Uh, so I'd love I'd love to see the, the if they can get their hands on. It, I'd love to see the actual AC unit. I want to take a look at this thing. I want to see if, uh, what what went wrong with it. I want to tinker around in there. See if it's to code because that was uh you know that was the probably the one rival LeBron's had in his career that he was never able to really beat. Uh, well, you know, was he, he was say, able to slay every dragon, just not uh, not that AC unit. Well, hold on, Matt, because uh, are they going to have a section on the 2011 finals? Because I'd love to see that. You know, like, just LeBron's stat lines, uh, each of those games, and in the fourth quarter, just kind of laid out on the wall uh, in an artistic way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots you can do. There's lots you can do. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I, I genuinely do wonder if they'll just kind of skip over it. Like, I wonder what, what the vibe of the place is going to be. Like, is it going to be, as you say, you know, baby shoes and, and just high moments uh, or you know like like you know uh, more memorable moments or is it going to kind of go through his career over time um because uh yeah i'd, I'd love to i would think it's going to be highlights i don't like that i don't know if they'll talk about all this like another item you know maybe the 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 christmas jerseys with the sleeves and lebron those, ripped them off because he hated them uh yeah, which is still crazy that if 2016 that's uh, one of the best games ever played the Cavs won it in sleeved jerseys yes. uh you know that's that's still insane uh you know to, to think about but yes. uh he did it and you know the, the, the NBA still thought that that was a good idea and you know <laughs> credit to them it wasn't uh but uh, you know that, that's a part of uh, NBA history but I'd love to see the ones that he ripped right off I, I think he's done that multiple he ripped uh, one of the his, his jerseys this year already like LeBron Historically, uh, he's got a uh, he's a Nike lifetime contract, so I guess he could just destroy whatever he wants. But uh, yes. you know, he, he's wrecked a lot of jerseys over his career, so I don't know, I'd like to see some of those as well. Uh, but I mean, on, on the real, like, I would also say that you know anything from that 2016 run, I think would be cool to have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you've got uh, one of his the old. Toaster? Uh, no, no, Clay yep. has the toaster. Clay has the toaster. Um, he's got the gravestone, the headstone cookies. Oh, maybe yeah. one of those is still kicking yeah. around. Uh, but uh, I would also like to see a uh, you know uh, maybe one of his old picketing signs that he would have people's front lawn when he ran for mayor of Toronto. Uh, yes. That would be uh, that would be a good yes. one. I, I think just oh, like God, to go there's there. There's gonna be a Lebronto section. Goddamn. That's what I mean. For for cl- for closure, I think that we need to go through Lebronto if we're gonna be. Uh, yeah, I think we got to be fair here. You know, we're taking some pot shots at the king right now. Maybe yeah, uh, we we. we <laughs> We kind of we kind of deserve this one as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but again, it's all we have reason. Again, LeBronto is the whole I reason know. we're doing any of this shit. It's it's always going to be a sour memory. So uh, you know, yep. uh, credit credit to LeBron uh, for all he's done in his career, and uh, you know, uh, hope hopefully some of you, uh, yeah, you LeBron sexuals get out there to your holy temple. Uh, and you, They're going to uh, be mad. See- They're going to be mad at this episode. 
I Why? Love those LeBron, are all okay? just clear the, the Those air, are all uh, cool things. I was just <laughs> yes. When I make fun of LeBron, iconic it's iconic LeBron joke. memories because I love him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But everyone, we want to know what you would have go checked out at the uh, the LeBron James Museum, or what you will go check out when you go to the LeBron James yeah. Museum. Let us know. Oh, Epic Dog Ball Talk. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, or let us know what you think about the Phoenix Suns, Robert Williams' injuries with uh, you know the Celtics, uh, as well as Isaiah Thomas, or any of the other things we discussed today. Let us know. Or anything you want to talk about, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. This Big has been Matt Talk at g- gmail.com, too, Matt. Ooh, yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah, please, please, please email us. That's, uh, that's always good. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but this has been Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says, uh, I joked about it earlier, so I, 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 I feel like we should uh, do it. Uh, you know, Remembrance Day tomorrow, Matt. Um, oh boy, solemn, solemn. Yeah, you fucked it up already, man. The troops oh, canceled us. About? No, um, but uh, you know, for real. Uh, You're gonna have to serve now. <laughs> yeah. To make please. up for it. Please. Uh, no, but no, but no, but that's a, that's a good reminder, Matt. Lest we forget, we don't want a World War mm-hmm. Three. Uh, let's everybody just. You know, take take a breath. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, shout out the troops, man. Do you have anything you want to say? Uh, any? Uh, you can recite Flanders Fields. Uh, I'm sure you know it. Uh, oh, wait, wait. That's I'm gonna take a moment of silence. How about that? <laughs> okay, but then I need Alex to play out that uh, that bam, bam. I think he did that bam, bam, uh, last year. <laughs> Which is probably in bad taste, but I don't think it was for Remembrance Day. I kind of feel like, kind of feel like he did that for something else. But he did do it. Alex, figure it out, man. Yeah, Alex, respect the troops. All right, moment of silence. See you guys on Monday.